Welcome to today's edition of the Software Spotlight. This is Michael Burnswig at Software Oasis. And as our guest today, we have Xiao Feng from Active Campaign based out of Chicago here in the United States. And I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Michael, for the invite. And uh, hello, everybody. Really excited to be here today. Thank you so much. So, you know, I think a lot of lot of our our listeners and viewers have been following Active Campaign over the years, and uh, clearly a very exciting story. Uh, not only as a, a solution and a company, but uh, really how Active Campaign has um, you know started in the market space in the early days of the internet and grown uh, exceptionally. So uh, I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about the founding story of Active Campaign and how the company came to to be. Yeah, of course. And um, also just a little bit of background uh, about myself and I lead the partnerships team at Active Campaign. So uh, essentially, that's um, you know the entire like ecosystem, partnerships, strategic partnerships and our affiliate and channel partners. Um, yeah, and I've been uh, at the company for uh, over two years. But interestingly enough, how I came to Active Campaign was um, I was previously doing partnerships at Salesforce and Active Campaign was my most successful uh, partnership. So uh, that's how I came over to this side as well. So definitely have been uh, myself personally have been very impressed by the active campaign growth story as well. Um, just at a very high level, uh, the company started uh, in 2003. So um, our founder, Jason, he grew up in pretty entrepreneurial families. Uh, his parents have always had uh, many small businesses. So he kind of really saw firsthand the um, kind of the experience and challenges of running and growing a small business and also how in many ways I would say small businesses are very underserved as an audience because a lot of the solutions and services you offer to small businesses, those companies, they always very quickly want to scale up as soon as they reach some revenue and you know they want to go serve the bigger customers because small businesses go out of business very quickly and there's a lot of churn or velocity. So he really sure. saw that pain points for like small business owners. And that really kind of led to this idea of he wants to create solutions uh, that just create a very like seamless experience for small business uh, owners and also just help them grow their business. So that was really the idea. And that prompted him to pretty much start the company right after uh, like college uh, school, and that was uh, his endeavor since 2003. And um, the company started in doing email marketing, but quickly expanded to add on like marketing automation, sales automation uh, capabilities, and then developed uh, specific vertical focus, for example, e-commerce, um, you know, as one vertical that we're targeting. And uh, the company actually, funny story, a lot of people were surprised that ActiveCampaign is almost a 20-year-old company because uh, at the very beginning, um, Active Campaign as a solution was on-prem. Uh, so it was pretty much a small business for a long time up until sure. 2016 when the company had uh, 15 employees and I think about $6 million in revenue. That's when Jason decided to take the company to a SaaS model. And that kind of kick-started this hyper-growth journey. So fast forward to today, we are a company of about 800 employees and globally operating you know, in U.S., but we have office in EMEA, uh, South America and APAC. Um, and the last reported public revenue number from two years ago was we reached uh, over 150 million in revenue. So, yeah, pretty wow. impressive trajectory. Yeah, that is that's just a crazy, uh, crazy growth curve kind of. Kind of like a uh, like a, a straight upward line or, or hockey stick. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. what everybody looks for. That's what everybody looks for. For sure. And you know, obviously, with with his background in entrepreneurship and and all of that, and actually that that's my background as well. I I went to school for entrepreneurship and 
everyone always said to me, yeah, that's great. And they have a degree in that. But uh, what are you going to get for a major that, that you could really use? So I, I picked a second major as marketing. So I graduated with a degree in marketing and entrepreneurship. But um, how how did he identify the, the, the need, uh, you know, in the market for this type of a solution where you have so much functionality built into to one platform? Yeah, for sure. I think it really kind of starts with like noticing a need in the market. Um, I think for a lot of um, small business that are looking to grow or what we call like growing businesses, a lot of the challenge is, you know, how do they maintain an amazing customer experience and how do how do they manage their customers better so first of all they can serve them better but then you can also grow over time right because a lot of times demand gen is a challenge a lot of small business they can have very solid products or services but then you need to you know make people know about you and you know, and that's how you you know grow so I think he identified, you know, this pain point in sales and marketing automation. A lot of those, uh, you know, just having a great solution can really help a small or growing businesses solve that pain point. And, and empowered by the software, they can streamline their customer experience and grow better and like take the repetitive processes out of their day to day. So I think it really start. So I would say like marketing or sales they're not like new fields, right? Since the inception right. of business, those are the critical functions that you need uh, to to grow a business. Um, but I think um, identifying that what we're playing is in an existing field, but really creating a very compelling solution for these uh, customer segments. So we're uh, serving the small and growing businesses, having these robust functionalities, uh, and also making it very easy to use as well and without like breaking the bank absolutely and obviously marketing and email marketing and automation is is an important area but sales um being able to focus on crm crm sales engagement all of the different uh functions that come into sales that that's key and let's face it every company has some form of online uh commerce or you know marketing platform. So being able to integrate everything into the one solution is is amazing. Um, before we dive too much into the product, um, a lot of our, our listeners are always looking to find out in each each segment of the market what's happening in terms of trends and innovations and, and the like. Um, in, in your segment of the market, what would you say are some of the most exciting trends and innovations that, uh, that you see happening and, and on the horizon? Yeah, for sure. Um, there are um, quite a lot. I would say first is um, since we are a marketing automation company, I think for, for every businesses uh, that are looking to grow, like you got to leverage automation to some capacity to really streamline your operations, increase your productivity, and really power that uh, growth. And um, I think that's probably number one. It starts with kind of how you identify um, like your own customer journey and mapping it out and figuring out the repetitive uh, process or areas where automation can really help you to provide a better customer experience. So I would say if any business is not leveraging automation, they're still doing everything like manually. Uh, I think they are uh, losing a huge edge in productivity and efficiency. And sure. I would say um, another thing is probably like email marketing has been, um, you know, it's a, not a new field. Email marketing has existed for a long time, uh, but it's here to stay as a channel. I think, you know, there are all kinds of new ways to reach your audience, but um, just through all these industry research and, or even from our own experiences, email is still the most effective channel to connect and communicate with your customers. 
For sure. So that's, you know, obviously for every dollar that the companies are investing in email marketing, it's it's the best return on, on their investment by far. Yeah. And email, I think right now, there's also a lot of discussions about like owned channels. So email sure. as a marketing channel is something that you truly own yourself. You control your message, your email, your audience versus I think a lot of um, companies right now, we're noticing a lot of the big platforms doing algorithm changes. And if you're too reliant on another social media platform or something else, you know, once they make a change that could really impact your reach. And For so sure. having owned channels, like email being one of those, is important. And it also calls for, you know, kind of continuous optimization uh, of your email marketing channel. And that goes back to earlier, like really mapping out your customer experience. How do you want to engage with your customer in the most meaningful way? So, um, so that is another thing that's really top of mind. Like, how do you tag on the right kind of automations? So, um, that's another thing come to mind. And I would be remiss to not mention AI. Uh, and that just <laughs> exactly. seems to be, you sure. know, the topic of every discussion. And I think it's just bring revolution to every field, really. And that's really what we're doing as well is how we've actually at Action Campaign have had AI features for a very long time. Like some of our, for example, our lead scoring feature in our CRM and in our campaign builder, we've had predictive sending you know, based on um, customer behavior. So we've always had, you know, bits of AI features in the product. But I think with the latest wave of generative AI, it's just opening up new possibilities. And that's what we're working on to actively bring those into product. A couple new things that we released recently is um, one is for content generation. um, Is we included this um, AI like content assistant in our email builder. So you, like Wes, you write a new campaign, a new email, you don't have to start from scratch. Just write your idea and then, you know, push uh, the AI assistant to generate a first draft for you. And uh, the other AI feature we had in the product recently is our uh, AI assistant for automation builder. Uh, And that's, you know, you can give the prompt uh, some instructions. Oh, here's how I want my process to be. And the assistant will build out some suggested um, workflows for you. So yeah. that, that both are very exciting because I know a lot of times when you hand someone a blank piece of paper and say you can do anything, they say, "But where do I start?" So having the yes. uh, it's like having a, a piece of clay and being able to mold it any which way you want. But having a starting point with the AI to get the the ideas flowing is is fantastic and uh, yeah. really important. So with all of these different trends and things like that happening, um, as a company, how does Active Campaign decide? You know what you know what what to focus on, what what to push forward you know, where to leverage the resources in terms of um, the organization? How do they they decide what to push out next? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say this really goes back to the first principles. Um, At like AC, the way we prioritize what to build, it has to be driven by the customers, like their needs. Um, Because sometimes I think there's an urge to build the next shiny thing, but right. that might not be actually what your customers are telling you that they need the most. So I think that that's why like a, a lot of the innovations that we're seeing are customer driven innovations. Great. So Great. we have a yeah customer ideas portal. We, we use AHA. So there are, you know, customers just posting like requests every day. There's like upvote feature. So our product sure. team so look at those. Through that feedback mechanism, yeah. you're able to, to, connect directly with with customers because i know there are just tons of uh of users that have been with the solution all these years and you know we're excited to see a lot of the developments but everyone has an idea as to to what they think is important but but that that's really neat to be able to share you know how some of that happens behind the scenes so that's great yeah and we 
we tell,、uh, or at least I try to tell our customers, is definitely put the ideas in, and because a lot of times. Customer would be like, "Oh, it went into a black hole. I don't know if anybody would read it." But we actually、sure. do.、Uh, yes, we take customer feedback very seriously. And actually,、um, as of the, earlier this year, we have officially formed our customer advisory board, which is、okay. really a panel of our power users, and we meet with them very regularly. We、um, to talk about roadmap priorities, get their feedback as well. Great, great. Now, one thing that I noticed recently,、uh, the App Studio.、Uh, it seems like there's been a, a, a big push in terms of integrations and development and all of that, and allowing other people into the ecosystem to develop、uh, apps that tie into Active Campaign. Can you talk a little bit about some of that new functionality and, and what's in there? Yeah, for sure, and yeah, thank you for for bringing that up. That's actually、um, right in my wheelhouse because I do oversee our ecosystem effort. And、um, I guess even just to take a step back on how this all came to be,、uh, on like、sure. how ecosystem is really a critical part of our product and platform strategy. So as I mentioned earlier, and a lot of The listeners are probably familiar. So, Active Campaign, we are a marketing automation or sales automation platform, and really, we don't. So, we have a lot of features that support that, right? So, we have email marketing.、Um, you know, we have landing pages, forms,、um, a campaign, all of those capability. But at the core of it, our goal is to facilitate automation, so marketing and sales automation, and we are a platform company. First and foremost, so that means that we not only have really robust native features that allow you to do that, but we integrate well with all the other solutions in the market. Like we,、um, like obviously we have our own functionalities, but we're not trying to be an all-in-one platform.、Um, sure. We're trying to just force you to use every feature like the AC has, but. What we do is we、um, aim to build an open platform. So any developers or companies, you know, it makes it really easy for them to build because ultimately we want the customers to bring their favorite tools to the platform. Because、sure, I mean, that- Michael, I'm sure, yeah, running your business, you have a lot of tools you already use that you don't want to switch, but you want to integrate, you know, with the others. Absolutely, and and I think that that's what's exciting about, or one of the things that drew me to the solution is the fact that there are just hundreds of of applications that are integrated, and you know, it's really less a matter of saying, you know. Picking or choosing, but how does everything play together nicely, and is it is it designed to work together? And I think seeing,、uh, I think at last count, I think you had eight or nine hundred different、uh, different applications,、yes. and that that's just crazy. That's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. And I will say,、um, I think a lot of companies would. I mean, I think every company would claim that they do marketing automation. But I think when you peel back a layer, you can really see,、um, like, just really what is the depth that they go to. Because for us, like integrating is the first step. But what we try to do is, you will be able to automate the data that you bring in through integrations as well. I think for some of the other, you know, marketing, email marketing providers, they, you know, their automation builder can be somewhat basic, right? Oh, you can automate. You know some fields, and there's some triggers you can set up. But for us, I'm glad you brought up the CX app or the App Studio. So、um, partners who build through App Studio, which is the developer tooling that we built, so that's how you build natively onto Active Campaign. So a CX app is an organic part of our automation builder. So you can be,、uh, you can use data from your partner app in the automation. So example would be, oh. A form submission came from Facebook lead ads. Oh,、uh, add this contact、uh, onto my list in Active Campaign. But oh, trigger a alert in Slack to notify your sales team. Or oh, update this record in this other system. So like that's how it really comes together. Is、um, I think I like to say if you can't automate it, it doesn't exist. So that's really 
the philosophy behind how we approach uh, ecosystem. Neat. And, you know, I know a lot of, um, you know, obviously a lot of customers are on, you know, BigCommerce, Shopify, you know, WordPress, um, you know, all kinds of different um, e-commerce platforms. And, and that's an important part of their, their ecosystem. But clearly a lot yep. of the behind the th- scenes, whether it's, you know, using QuickBooks for accounting or Xero or any of these other platforms or or maybe they have a legacy CRM that they have a lot of data in and they need to connect things to be able to kind of push things forward. I think that is, um, that's really an exciting uh, capability. Um, so as far as marketing automation, are there trends that you see across the industry in terms of marketing automation trends? Um, obviously, AI was, was one that you, you had mentioned. Are there other, yeah, other for sure. high-level trends that you're seeing? Um, I think generative AI is definitely um, a good, big piece in, in marketing automation. I think that's where a lot of kind of companies that are in this area are really trying to think about. Because um, when we think about um, AI applied into marketing, there are a lot of different use cases. Because um, it's not, it, well, AI, generative AI applied, well, in marketing, it's kind of a bucket word. But sure. I think it's about going into depth on the use case. Because we, what we just talked about was how generative AI can help with um, systematic like content generation. And uh, we have used uh, generative AI to actually do uh, some of our early research projects uh, when we're kind of thinking about, um, you know, launching a new product or feature or think about a copy and using AI and like research survey the market using general AI for that. Um, yeah, so it's all about kind of going deep into the use case. And we also recently, as an example, started doing direct attribution of um, kind of where our customers are coming from, coming to active campaign. So we implemented uh, this direct attribution. We built a pop-up in-app, in really asking everybody, oh, how did you hear about us? Um, and we use generative AI to summarize the responses because it's, you know, just an open text field. Sure, um, but sure. we didn't want to limit the customers. Yeah, so I think a lot That's of it is... That's a perfect, is, perfect use case. Yeah. Yeah, and the results are actually really solid. So, uh, and we're just, you know, using BARD or ChatGPT and nothing fancy, but um, yeah. yeah, that's um, a really solid use case for us. And it's crazy. I mean, you know, seeing that as a company, you're using your own platform to uh, push things forward. That's really neat. Um, can can yeah. you give us, you know, a, a little bit of a, uh, maybe a, a quick screen share or just a, uh, idea of you know what some of the platform looks like and and some of the functionality. Yeah, for sure, I'm happy to. That would be great. Let me share my screen. Right. Right. Can you see it? Absolutely. You know that's perfect. I think sometimes, what do they awesome. say? A picture is worth like a thousand words, right? And a, a live picture yes. is worth even more. So, For sure. So, yeah, I'm excited to just like give you a really quick tour of the platform. And uh, this is uh, kind of just one of my demo orgs just to take you sure. through a spin. Um, as I mentioned, um, we are a marketing and a sales automation platform. So as you log in, Essentially, you get a very quick glimpse of your data, where you are, any upcoming campaigns, automations, just a nice overview. And through the sidebar is, you know, where you access a lot of the uh, functionality. So if you wanted to build a campaign or, you know, send an email. So this is where, uh, you know, you would go really build out an email. Uh, let's actually go here to showcase some of that. Uh, I actually have a um, test campaign that I have up and running. Sure. So um, it asks for some of your initial information, and then it drops you into this campaign builder. So it's really um, intuitive, like drag and drop. You can customize each of the elements. 
uh, with images, and you can do split testing, conditional content, um, you know, based on uh, the different audience you're trying to target without like so, building. So it is possible emails. to do like A/B testing on maybe like headlines or copy or things like that to get an idea yes. before you send out a complete uh, campaign. Yes, for sure. That is what we recommend our customers to do as well. And that's really what we use a lot in our own outreach to customers. Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess let me just bring you here. Let's say you're trying to draft this email. Uh, going back to our latest feature that we just launched with the AI uh, assistant. So let's say I'm trying to really draft this email and I click on this block. You can see this uh, AI assistant popping up on the side. So it's just okay, asking sure. you to give him a, give them a prompt. Oh, what do you want to write about? So you can say, oh, please um, like write a draft about our upcoming new product release. And then it would, uh, when you click generate, it would, um, you know, prompt some suggestions for you. Um, wow. so, so that you, you already have this live in the current version now that people can actually take advantage of. Yes. Um, I mean, since I didn't prompt it a lot, I'm curious what it does actually once I hit generate, but, sure. uh, let's, uh, yeah, we will, we will give it, uh, give it a shot. Yeah. And oh, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, you know, as far as prompting AI, obviously the more detail that you provide, the better the the output so you know providing a bulleted list or you know more details on on campaigns or you know what's worked in the past it's going to give it more detail to work with for sure and see i think it's generating with a uh, very limited info yeah i said really it it's generating some generic templates but it doesn't stop here so you can actually give it feedback you can say oh shorter longer make it yeah. more friendly so we do have the follow-up uh, options available here as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really neat. Very nice. Well, it's nice to see um, that active campaign is, you know, staying staying up on these new trends as they're, they're happening because everyone wants to be involved in AI, but actually having something practical like this that can be used today is, is really neat. For sure. And so that's kind of um, kind of how um, you can start building campaigns. And really, you don't need to start from scratch. We have a lot of uh, templates uh, as well uh, that you can use. And um, as I mentioned, we also have our uh, sales automation uh, capabilities and also our own CRM. So you can use ActiveCampaign to track your deals and sales process. Um, and the website functionality is uh, where you can build, use AC to build a form um, or a landing page. And um, we have reporting that goes with, you know, reporting on your campaign results, your pipeline, all of that. Um, but where I actually really want to show you is automation capability, because I think I like hyped it up a lot on like how sure. the bread and butter of AC is really automation. So uh, I want to show you just how our automation builder looks like. So I'm kind of opening this up as a blank canvas. So let's say like the way you use automation builder is you have a workflow in mind, right? That you're like hoping to, to automate. Um, and right. this is, you know, when you open up a brand canvas, let's say, oh, I want to build a flow where, you know, if there's a new lead submitting my form, uh, I want to add them to a list and trigger an email. So that's when you come to the automation builder is to build out a repeated process. And when we say we go into depth with our automation, it's really just the amount of triggers and actions that are available in our platform. Um, it's like industry leading. Like we, it, there's rarely another solution that go into depth that allow you to automate so much of your data. Well, so for and that example, was one thing I noticed that I, I wanted to point mm -hmm. out. Um, yeah. The interface is super streamlined. I know there's a ton in there, but it's very intuitive mm -hmm. and approachable, you know, so it's not, and just like this, we were seeing a visualization of, of what's happening. 
uh, sure. not intimidating by, by any stretch of the imagination, but very powerful. Yeah, for sure. Let's say um, right now we're trying to build a trigger and you can see the amount of triggers that you can do, right? So it's, oh, when there's a field change or somebody subscribes to a list or when there's a tag added. And this is where I was talking about, we incorporate integrations and third-party systems into the trigger. So it could be, oh, something happened in your connected Google Sheet and that mm-hmm. could trigger changes in AC or in another system. Or or there's an opportunity created in Salesforce. Um, and we have, you know, very like uh, vertical specific triggers as well, right? For e-commerce customer, when there's abandoned cart, that's when you trigger a series of emails uh, to re-engage and to drive activation, stuff like that. Um, and you can see, this is where we were talking about if uh, you using App Studio to build native apps uh, into Active Campaign, that's when your apps can show up very natively in the um, in the um, automation. So, and that could be served as both a trigger and an action. Um, so that's on like the trigger front. And if you want to add an action, that's what we're showing. Like you can do all sorts of actions, right? You can trigger an email, send an SMS, and uh, you can send a transactional email that's powered by our postmark product. Or you can do talking about sales automation, you can send a one-to-one email. So example would be when a lead um, like came in through a form, you can be um, like assign like one specific sales rep. To, to be the one reaching out and sending this one-to-one email. And you can set up through this action. And there's all um, these kind of conditional workflows that you can do. So like if else, that allows you to do some testing in your automation or split testing, meaning you can test two versions of your messaging. Um, and a lot of what, what my favorite is a goal step. So you mm-hmm. can essentially set a goal in your automation, meaning like do not trigger the following actions until the prior conditions are met. So the our automation builder go into depth and it's really allowing you to do a lot of very sophisticated use cases as well. So yeah, so those are just some examples. I can go on and on to yeah, rave no, about no, our deep. automations. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think one one really exciting piece of the tool to me is that you're really able to meet your your customer wherever they are on whatever platform they're on uh so whether it's you know email text chat sms you know you name it you can or social you can really engage with your customers wherever they are and however they're most comfortable engaging and um you know have everything unified and and right there at, at your fingertips so that's, that's sure. really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last piece, I guess, just to plug in here is our CX apps collection. So again, this goes back to the app studio piece. Uh, this is how our partners are really able to build into uh, our platform. Very nice. So, so there's already a library in there of, of, yeah, you know, starting point for, even for, for developers. Yes. Yeah. I've Very definitely, nice. if you are happen to be a developer uh, listening to this podcast, yeah, like feel free to go ahead, sign up for a sandbox. Um, it's, it's a free sandbox for every developer. Yeah. And just, just start experiencing uh, App Studio. Very nice. Very nice. Now, one of the mm-hmm. things I wanted to make sure we touched on as far as marketing automations and best practices, um, what are some of the best practices that you see for organizations that are just getting started, whether they're small or large, you know, just some of the things that they should should do and common mistakes to avoid? What, what do you say? Yeah, I was even like starting to talk a little bit about that earlier. So I would say the number one thing is um, don't automate for the sake of automating. Uh, I think designing like marketing automation um, really requires kind of a strategic review of your own workflows and processes. So what I would really recommend is, again, going back to the customer, like do a customer journey mapping, right? Like how a customer is 
moving through your funnel and what do you want their experience to be. Start with the ultimate customer experience you're trying to create and then work backwards on the processes and workflows you need to enable that. I think that's when you can like organically think about the workflows that you need. Oh, when there's a new lead coming in, what kind of automation, email sequence they need. Or if it's an existing customer or you want to do a kind of upsell campaign uh, or just like checking in product feedback, really like based on the experience you want your customers to receive, design those um, backwards. Yeah, I would say. Uh, and think about internal operations wise, really look into like what are the manual and repetitive workflows that your teams are doing day-to-day basis that's taking a lot of time and that would be another place to dig in because that's addressing your own pain points to save time increase productivity great now as far as like nurturing leads through the whole you know funnel and the whole cycle whether it's you know you know obviously sales is a very natural you know case you know but even mm-hmm. customer service whether it's you know the the beginning stages where someone first brings up a challenge all the way through to solving the challenge are there different ways that that you know you might suggest nurturing leads through the the whole process for best practices yeah for sure yeah i would say um that's where kind of you want to set up a workflow or find a solution that enable you to connect marketing and sales better. I think there's a very common pain point where, um, you know, sometimes the marketing team and the sales team can be disjointed, like where they should really be working very collaboratively. So again, I think it's about how do you build your um, customer journey where it facilitates a seamless transition. To your point, um, initially a lead would come in through a marketing flow. You ran some ads or you had a form, you had a gated asset, a lead magnet, and those things came in. And um, it would trigger a marketing process, right? Like the contacts are then added to, let's say, a prospect list or a new customer list. And they're going through a sequence of email of being nurtured. I think every day maybe or every other day. I think there's another debate of how, sure. often how often you should yeah. reach out to your customers during the trial process. It should be, and the messaging that you should reach out to them, it should be helpful versus like overly promotional. It, it should really demonstrate the value of your product. But on the marketing end, the new leads prospects, they're being nurtured through a sequence. But then on the other hand is how do you kick off a sales process in parallel? And that's when, you know, the sales automation pieces kick in. Like you would, auto, are you automatically creating deals for your sales team's pipeline? And then are you automatically assigning reps to those and also creating tasks for those reps to follow up? And when should they follow up? Is it when the lead coming in immediately? And do you like create a couple of tasks for the reps to follow up, let's say three times before they close the lead or they win or move on to something else? All of those things, if you leave it to a human, it's prone to error. Everybody's just going to do it their own way and do it very inconsistently. But that's where like leveraging a solution, it like takes that out of it, right? It's all set up as part of the process and your, your sales team can just react to those tasks and focus on what they need to do, which is engaging with the customer versus like trying to set up their own task. And like do all these manual updates, yeah. Sure, and and I think that's what we're hearing, you know, quite a bit from different organizations. You know, as the the cost of advertising continues to go up, you know, they really need to maximize the value from each each lead that they they do uh, pay for. So at the end of the day, having the right structure in place to be able to do that and to, to maximize each lead is is super important. So at the end of the day, the, the cost of the platform is almost insignificant to the, the value that it can uh, generate for any organization. So I think that, for that's sure. neat. Um, I there... would also say the yeah, other piece is um, exactly to your point, Michael, um, the cost of uh, customer acquisition has just gone way up. Um, that's when it's also important to 
like maintain your existing customers and drive the retention and expansion of your existing customer. Because I think I read this recently, it's five times more expensive to acquire a new customer than keeping an existing one. And I think it's like mind boggling to me. A lot of uh, organizations, um, they like aren't taking care of their existing customer. And that's like a huge miss. And you can leverage solutions to help you do that, right? Like how do you leverage marketing or sales automation to make Mm -hmm. sure like once the customers sign on, you know, they're connected to the customer onboarding team. They have a great experience activating your, your solution and then ongoing, like they are, you know, fully maximizing the solution, like adopting the features and really like realize the value of it. That's a key piece to that as well. Absolutely. And, you know, to that point, it's way easier to upsell an existing customer, cross sell them, you know, add add options or solutions on to an existing uh, platform that they may already be up and running on than, you know, to bring in a new new customer and, and the like. Uh, so that that is that's a, a huge point to to that end. Um, as far as like conversion tracking and things like that, can you talk a little bit about that within the um, solution? You know what what kinds of capabilities are there for tracking conversions? Yeah, for sure. Um, there are uh, we have a number of different like tracking mechanism. I would say even just starting from the top of funnel. We have a site tracking and event tracking. Um, so that's probably very familiar to a lot of marketers. You want to know when somebody like visited your site or uh, took an action um, on a specific web page. Uh, we have those tracked as signals and recorded in uh, our system. And what's better is later on, you'll be able to use that as triggers to automate things. So that's again going back to. Um, how deep we go into our automation capability because site tracking, event tracking is the very first step. That's when somebody, you know, originally enters your funnel. And then as um, they go through the funnel, um, you know, getting your emails, we have robust reporting, you know, and tracking their engagement. Uh, obviously there's open rate, click-through rate, uh, and we track also their engagement when somebody opened that email versus not and you are able to also trigger automations based on their activity and engagement and then later on all the way through uh the the conversion tracking um as well so it's really a kind of a full funnel tracking and i think on the sales automation side that would be more managed through our crm or like a pipeline functionality like how many of your deals are going through each stage of the pipeline and leading to you know close to one opportunities so yeah like to to your point like reporting and tracking is such a critical piece of reporting on the roi yeah absolutely to to that end obviously the reporting functionality built into the solution is uh it's unbelievable i mean there's literally every every type of uh potential report that you could ever hope for and and then some um so as far as um helping customers, you know, for new customers that are looking at the solution that may, you know, be considering other options and, and things like that. What what does the onboarding process look like um, in terms of helping someone to get up and running? What kinds of tools and capabilities are there? Obviously, we'll leave a, a link in the show notes with um, with a, a free sign up so people can get up and, and running. But uh, can you talk a little bit about the getting started, uh, what it might look like for, for an organization? Yeah, for sure. Um, we have very comprehensive getting started resources for our customers. Um, so every customer um, will receive essentially a free onboarding help if they need it. So as soon as you sign up for a free trial, we do offer a free 14-day trial. Uh, you will have access, everybody will have access to our onboarding team, you know, if they need help getting up and running. And more specifically, like I think a common pain point, especially if you already have a system you use today, right? Like a lot of times people stay with their solution because they're afraid of the cost of migrating. It's a hassle and, you know, there's a, just a lot to switch solutions. We offer free migration services as well. So if you're oh, thinking neat. about you're not okay. happy 
with your current solution, our team will help you migrate your data into AC and set up the critical you know, workflows, templates you need to help you get started. And we really do take pride in kind of the level of customer service we offer. I, I can absolutely see that from uh, the number of customers that have been with the solution for, for so many years. So that's really exciting to yeah. say. Can can you share an example? You know, obviously the solution is used in a lot of different industries. Is there a, a specific um, example that you can give us from from a, an industry where you've seen success with Active Campaign and and how others are using the solution? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say uh, we we have a lot of. Uh, like different verticals and also a lot of customer stories. I'll, I'll just share a couple. So um, sure, like one customer we have, it's uh, Whole30. Uh, I'm not sure, like Michael, if you've heard, like Whole30 is kind of this, um, like a large uh, community and that's more like a health and like wellness driven. And they have a lot of uh, members in the community and also their own assets. Um, sure. And Whole30 has been a customer for a very long time. Essentially, they use um, Active Campaign to really retain their members and also like drive up their uh, member engagement. So they kind of use us to really create very targeted segments of their audience and then send them like very personalized uh, health or wellness, uh, you know, tips and messages and, you know, example like that. They set up, I think, I don't know, like, gosh, uh, so many automations to to sure. automate their, their process, like, oh, like card abandonment or a member's birthday or like sign up anniversary, all of those things. And um, I think they've seen at least since using Active Campaign, at least 10 plus percent increase in email open rates in the first wow. three, just yeah, within their first three months of coming onto our platform. Um, and it's crazy. Just, there are so many ways to segment the list, just just like you pointed yeah. out. I mean, really to personalize these messages to to your consumers, whether it's, you know, obviously clearly addressing them by their first name, but, you know, maybe different ways in which they've interacted with your website, products they've purchased, uh, demographics, location, you know, all kinds of different things. And it sounds like Poll30 is using a lot of the tools in the toolbox to uh to to do that and uh yeah for sure so. yeah because really at this age i think we both i mean we are consumers um we have expectations and uh we're not very forgiving you know like when we purchase something from a brand we want to get relevant messages afterwards is we don't want to i don't know get a message when we like just canceled a plan or, you know, so it's, so that's why like the personalization is it, so important, especially like more and more now. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, not only receiving messages that are personalized, but on point with what the customer subscribed to. So if, you know, they subscribe to a newsletter to receive a certain type of information, you know, making sure that they're receiving relevant information that, that is exactly what they they opted into if they're expecting to receive a newsletter weekly make sure it's their weekly or you know if they're tuning in to hear about uh, different software solutions like on our podcast you know making sure that we're providing uh, some of the top solutions so people can hear hear what's going on in different parts of the uh, the world different parts of the industry so uh, that's really exciting i really appreciate your showing us the platform because i think that's it it's great to to talk about something but sometimes being able to see it uh gives gives one a different different perspective and i think a lot of the ai uh capabilities that that you were talking about uh are very exciting and it's really neat to see that they're available now and uh and the like so um as far as customers that are are um looking to get started is there a point or two that you might highlight that really helped to 
you know, for someone that that's been researching for months and looking at all the different solutions and they're driving themselves crazy, getting confused, are there a few features of active campaign that really stand out that you think kind of helps separate it from the pack that that would be the the point or two that you'd want someone to make sure they consider as they're signing up for a trial? Yeah, for sure. I think really um with any marketing automation capability it starts with um like getting your data in so i think it as anyone who's researching a solution uh if you've now like signed up for acting campaign trial we have uh, many different ways for you to get your data in so you can either do an import where we integrate with a lot of solutions oh like for example google sheets um because that's the first step right getting data in is the first step of setting up all the other uh follow-up uh, actions and workflows um, sure. once you have uh, your data and, and just an initial list because you know you're giving it a test spin i really highly recommend uh setting up like try out the campaign builder like really um just go through or build an email think about you know something you want to do to reach your audience and also yeah set up a workflow um what are you really looking to automate in your day-to-day process i highly recommend just building out even just starting with one automation or uh, even connecting just one integration. What is the your most used solution that you need to integrate into Active Campaign or just any marketing solution? Um, yeah, those would be my kind of recommendations for, for getting started is um, kind of the data import, uh, building out your first email, first automation, um, and your first integration. Neat. Well, really appreciate your taking the time out to be with us today. Uh, it's been very, uh, very interesting and, uh, you know, really on a personal level, really neat to see the, the growth and, you know, from starting as a small entrepreneurial uh, startup all the way to several hundred employees and uh, worldwide, uh, worldwide offices. It's really, really neat to see. And uh, Yeah. And thank you, Michael, for the invite. Yeah, thank you so much. And um, I just wanted to let everyone know that um, coming up on our our next podcast, we're actually going to have Walera Pogowski uh, from Brand24. And uh, they actually have a very exciting AI social listening tool, which is um, powered uh, by AI to access mentions across social media, blogs, videos, forums, podcasts, all across the internet, and it's a solution that's used by thousands of brands, all the way from Samsung and Intel to Wondery and different universities and smaller organizations as well. So that's coming up on our next podcast. And uh, today from um, Active Campaign, we've actually had a, a very nice uh, overview of the solution, and uh, want to thank uh, Zhang from Active Campaign uh, for joining us. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Take care. And.